0: To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss. That's plushcare.com weightloss. Today's episode is brought to you by Gem Accessories. Gem Accessories is one of the leading accessory manufacturers within the trading card game space. Known for their deck boxes, Gem also has an amazing lineup of binders, backpacks, and more. Some of our personal favorites include the new KLRZ Icons deck boxes, the Secrets binder, and the Jaguar and Puma backpacks. But don't just take it from us, check out some of these reviews on screen. For all of these amazing products and more, be sure to check out Gem Accessories using the link in the description down below, or on Twitter at xGem Accessories. Again, the description down below, or on Twitter at xGem Accessories. Welcome
1: to the top cut. welcome to the top cut. Top cut. welcome
0: to the top cut. welcome to the, top cut. Welcome to the top cut. Hello everybody and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut You Go podcast. My name is Sonny, I am your host, I am here with my co-host Caleb. Hello! Okay, so I'm just going to be straight up, if we have some weird like recording pauses or we like slow down on a random sentence, it's because we're doing something different so most like major real podcasts and even like some streamers and stuff they have this thing called monitoring so essentially what it is is you see a lot of them wear headphones or a lot of them wear little tiny little earpieces when they record like (coughs) i I don't know if anybody does fantasy football but i know like the fantasy footballers if you ever watch their video podcasts you can always see like they're wearing like little like uh, skin tone color earpieces they're very hard to see but they're wearing them it's because they monitor as they record and if they hear anything weird in their audio they can like adjust it on the fly and stuff so we're trying that and it's really weird because we can hear ourselves talk as we talk i mean it's fine for me well it's not for me so it's (laughs) no there's really is there's like a huge adjustment to be made when you can hear yourself talking like a tenth of a second behind when you actually say something seems like a personal problem that i don't have to deal with (laughs) fair enough but if it makes the audio and this podcast sound better then you know what i'm here for it i'll try anything once well i'll try most things once heck yeah okay so of course thank you to our wonderful sponsor gem accessories who you heard or saw an ad for right before this Mm -hmm. and of course thank you to all of our other wonderful sponsors such as etb games or the one and only millennium threads for those that for those that are are not on the audio i mean are not on the video you can't see that we're wearing awesome millennium threads merch right now heck yeah so we're going to talk about that more later so of course thank you to all of of course like i said gem etb millennium threads and of course tcg player and dragon shield so uh, affiliate links and links with discount codes are all down below now of course we want to thank all of our very biggest supporters so a huge thank you to all of our patrons so thank you to cam yang dragon maid stun kane martin xyphorus yeet defeat blackwing silver the ascendant is the best floodgate earth machine best deck epi get goaded on the sauce dingus dingus. I, I love dingus has anyone actually read <coughs> toy vendor hgh cyber hold on i gotta lower the volume on these things i'm dying <laughs> i'm dying i am not a man i am not a god i am literally literally amazing i took a shot Every time Sunny disagreed with Caleb, like a fellow user said, and now my wife left me, and I'm suddenly and wait, and suddenly I'm into LARP. Larping's cool. I like Larping. D- d- cool. I like Larping. That doesn't help,
1: bro. Listen, you go to a Ren Fair where they have like, an well, they have a where they have a Larping Society. Oh my god, that is so much fun. You're not helping yourself. Bro, go
0: go try it. It's so much fun. <laughs> I have nothing against LARPing. I just it's not my thing, but I I see why people would enjoy it for sure. Lightning bolt. I am McLincoln, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Pig quitting the game as a floodgate, Sprite Farter, Unban number ninety five, Konami. Understanding and reading are two different things. Virtually Savior's World, Rogue and Tier Two are the polite terms for bad deck ad aaron gardner asami Ashless chaps cyber dank puffer dragon don't listen to the guy who hates a rogue deck. he's just salty he got clapped by rika duty booty dragon maidenless behavior Fur higher dog turd hero's pebble cereal jerry beans man cam the disciple of caleb's waifu philosophy king henry old man red pin code 143 ray powell sky striker maneuver scoop and slaking it up thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast allowing us to do cool things and Hopefully we'll get things like lapel mics soon or a a better way for me to record a deck profile because I tried recording one last night and wow, (laughs) it it was scuffed. So thank you all so much for your support. If you want to get your name read out on Patreon or something like that, you can find a link to our Patreon down below. So let's go ahead and get on into the main topics for today's conversation. So we're starting with new cards. Woo this is something we haven't done in a while mainly because there's kind of been this big like rift in actual new card releases lately it's yeah, yeah kind it's of a slow season yeah, yeah yeah so you see this like around this time of year and also around the summertime once konami kind of pushes out and pumps out all the product for the holiday season you really don't see a lot of new product releases until around january or february which is what we're seeing now usually late february yeah, so right now we're getting the Dark World Structure deck, which released last week. Mm-hmm. And then we don't have another product release until Photon Hypernova. Woo. Yeah, it's it's kind of a crazy gap. So we're going to start with some cards from, I guess this is Premium Pack 23. Yeah. Or Player Pack or something. Something like that, yeah. Okay, so let's start with Praying Mantis. This is a level 4 wind insect effect monster with 1500 attack and 1200 defense. You can only use the first and third effect of this card's name each once per turn. 1. During your standby phase you can special summon one baby mantis token insect wind level 1 attack attack 500 defense 500. 2. Once per turn when an opponent's monster declares an attack you can send one card from your spell and tribe zone to the graveyard return that opponent's monster to the hand. 3. You can banish this card from your graveyard special summon one baby mantis token you know what that third effect isn't bad yeah um
1: particularly if you can get something to cheat it out you link it off banish boom another lit material right yeah so it's got some it's got any issues uh next up we have guard mantis level four wind insect effect monster 1000 attack 2400 defense you can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn one, you can pay a thousand life points, special on this card from your hand in defense position, and if you do, you cannot special on monsters while you control this monster except insects. Two, during your opponent's turn, Quick Effect, you can target one insect monster you control to change its battle position. Hmm. It it's just another bee
0: brick extender. Yeah, I'm I'm getting the feeling that there's gonna be a few of these. Maybe. Uh it's cool um because that's definitely what B trooper needed was just more extenders
1: i mean they have two now
0: they have too
1: many yeah that's exactly what they need that was more give them all the give them make them make them a deck of extenders that just extend into more extenders infinitely
0: that's what the deck already does let's make it do it do it more
1: more more extenders
0: that deck is literally the most extended deck i've ever seen in my entire
1: life moisturize
0: me So I don't get it. In Doctor Who,
1: there's a character who is the last living human alive. Okay. And they've essentially become stretched out just stretched out skin. Um, and like one of the funniest signs from that season was just
0: MOISTURIZE ME!
1: Just them <laughs> growling at their uh, assistant to moisturize them because they're getting dry. Just... Wow.
0: Anyway, next card. Next card is Golden Rule. This is a a crystal card. In fact, this is always treated as a crystal card. It's an equip spell card. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. One, place two Crystal Beast monsters from your deck face up in your spell and trap zone as continuous spells. Then special summon one Crystal Beast monster from your hand or graveyard with a different name from those cards. And if you do equip it with this card, when this card leaves the field, destroy that monster.
1: Wow. So... Activate this. Wham, bam. You got three immediately. And then if you, uh, if the monster from your, if the crystal from your hand or graveyard was,
0: uh, Sapphire Pegasus, that just gives you another one. This is legitimately an, an insane and, like, the most pushed card I've ever seen.
1: Or even better. Ruby Carbuncle. Because then, uh, on resolution, I think it's effect within trigger, especially summoning the two you just put in your back row, now you have three monsters on board. Oh my <laughs>
0: Neshi is just pogging out of his mind right now.
1: <laughs> uh, next up, we have Protection of the Elements, Counter Trap. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. One, when a Speller Trap is activated, you can banish a, in- a face-up Elemental Hero Monster you control until, in- until the end phase. Negate and destroy the card. Two, if you control Elemental Hero Terra Firma, you can banish the card from your graveyard, especially on one of your Elemental Hero Monsters that is banished, or in your hand, or graveyard, ignoring its summoning conditions. Jeez. All that, and you have to control Terra Farma, who is bad. Terrible. I guess he's Terra-firmable. <laughs> I really forced that joke. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: You know what's funny is I own a copy of Terra Firma. Huh. I happen to know exactly where it is, too. Cool. It's in that box right there. Too bad he's awful. I kind of want to go get it to show it on camera. Don't. But why? We don't have time. Ah, sure we do. <laughs> All right. Next, we have Blackwing Sharnga, the Waning Moon. Sharnga, yeah. That seems Shanga, about right. Okay, yeah. Level 2 Dark Winged Beast Tuner Effect Monster. 500 attack, 500 defense. You can only special summon with the first effect of this card's name once per turn. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per duel. Ooh. Wow, interesting. One, if there is a monster with 2,000 or more attack on the field, you can special summon this card from your hand. That seems pretty easy to accomplish in today's game. Yeah. Two, if you control a Blackwing Synchro Monster Quick Effect, you can banish this card from your graveyard, then target one face-up card your opponent controls and destroy it. <laughs> That's funny. This card seems like at least one of, right?
1: Definitely, def definitely a searchable one of that only requires a uh, 2000, yeah, 2,000 attack or more to be on the field
0: what it's so funny just the monitoring i hear you like slow down as you start talking and then like i can tell you're like hearing yourself it's so funny to me
1: i mean right there i was actually thinking on i was trying to make sure if it was 2000 attack or 2000 or more i'm trying to remember correctly because i yeah. literally just read
0: it it's it's just it's so funny to me yeah. next we have final cross this is this one's yours
1: all right final cross quick play spell card baby you only activate one card this card's name per turn 1. If during your turn, if a Synchro Monster was sent to your graveyard this turn, target one Synchro Monster you control, it becomes able to make a second attack during each battle phase this turn. Then, if you activated this card by targeting a Synchro Monster with Warrior, Synchron, and or Stardust in its original name, it can make, an, it, can make it... You can make it gain an attack equal to one Synchro Monster in your graveyard. So... If a synchro monster was sent to Graveyard, Tardis synchro control, it can attack twice. And then if it's a warrior, synchro, or Stardust synchro monster, you... It can't attack a little synchro monster in your graveyard. Got it. It's not... Yeah, it's it's pretty bad.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah.
1: Not awful. It's usable, but pretty bad.
0: Barely usable.
1: Oh, yeah, no. it's It's not as good as, um... What was that one? Uh double or nothing. Yeah. Because double or nothing searchable. Yeah. This garbage is not.
0: Alright, next we have fissioning mother spider. This is a level five dark insect effect monster with zero attack and twenty four hundred defense. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. One, if you control no monster, you can special summon this card from your hand. Easy enough. Cyber Dragon. Cool. Yep. Two, you contribute this card you cannot special summon monsters from the extra deck for the rest of this turn except exceeds monsters also special summon up to three baby spider from your hand and or deck and if you do their levels become five also they cannot be used as materials for an xyz summon except the xyz summon of a dark monster interesting i wonder That's if baby so spider is any good weird uh baby spider level three dark insect it'll just
1: become level five because of mama spider uh, you can only use zero attack and defense. You can only use the first, second effects of this card's name each once per turn. One, you can tribute a dark monster that has a level. Increase the levels of each baby spider you currently control by the levels of the tribute monster you had on the field. So, you can pay half your life points, banish a card from your graveyard, and detach one material from your dark Xyz monster. Then, target a dark monster in your graveyard to special summon it. So, you can summon the mama tribute get three tribute one make them make the other two level 10 because mama spider makes them level five and then you contribute our monster that has a level increased levels of each baby uh, spider you currently control by the level the tribute monster had on field which was five
0: you know it's even funnier huh you can do that and then have uh, two level 10 baby spiders. And then if you can, if you have another level two dark monster on field. Oh, I was going to say you could do two. You could make it 12 and then go into Zeus. But I guess you can't actually do that. Not. Yeah. Nah. But I mean, that lets you go
1: into any in rank five or rank 10.
0: There are some good rank 10s. Uh, Gustav Max. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, it has to be dark, though. Oh, that's right. They can only be used for the exceed yeah. of a dark secret uh, monster.
1: Yeah, but hey, but hey, I mean, dark you can XC. hit any dark rank 5 that requires uh, 3 monsters pretty quickly. 5 or 10. Yeah. Or any dark that requires for rank 10 that requires 2. Kind of interesting,
0: actually. Yeah. Okay, next we have... Oh, no. So, if this name sticks, it'll be the longest name in the TCG. D D D D Super Dimensional Sovereign Emperor Zero Paradox. Whew, that's a mouthful. This is Nirvana High Paladin on steroids. Dear God, at all the text. Ah Okay. Level 12 Dark Fiend <coughs> Pendulum Effect Monster. I don't know why it says Fiend Special Summon. Oh, because in the
1: uh, OCDG, they specify their special summon monsters, which are like uh, BLS, uh, Envoy of the Beginning, where have to, like, conduct a specific type of special summon to summon it.
0: Really? Yeah. Hmm. 3000 Attack, 3000 Defense, Pendulum skill of 10. Pendulum Effect. You can only use a Pendulum Effect of this card's name once per turn. 1. You can target one card in your opponent's Pendulum Zone, Special Summon this card, and if you do, place that card in your Pendulum Zone, and if you do, do that, destroy during the end phase of the next turn. An interesting card from Pendulum Mirrors? Yeah, I guess.
1: If you're in a Pendulum Mirror.
0: <laughs> Try finding a Pendulum game, much less a mirror. Yeah. Cannot be normal summoned or set. Must be special summoned by its own effect one when you pendulum summon a monster or monsters and the total pendulum scales of the cards in your pendulum zone are higher than the total levels of the pendulum summoned monsters you can special summon this card from your hand and if you do destroy as many other cards on the field as possible then you can place this card in your pendulum zone two once per turn if another face up DDD monster you control leaves a field by a by spell effect this card's attack becomes six thousand arbitrary number i guess it just doubles
1: yeah I I, I guess it's a way to say that it doubles, but but in a way where you can't stack other attack buffing effects onto it before doubling. I guess. So if you really wanted to double it, you'd have to set it six thousand and then double it. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. And like, getting off that first effect is so complicated and convoluted. Isn't it always? Yeah. Uh, Lastly, on this list, we have additional mirror level seven. Quick play spell. I know, with a name like level 7, you'd think it'd be a monster. Is this a level card? Yeah, I guess it's a level card. Uh, One, if a level 7 monster is special summoned to your field, send two additional mirror level 7 from your hand or deck to the graveyard, then target one of those monsters. Um, You can only special summon from the extra deck once for the rest of this turn after this card resolves. Also, special summon two monsters with that name from your deck, then take damage equal to the original attack of the monster special summoned by this effect. So if you special summon level seven, you activate this. You get rid of the additional copies of this card from your deck. You're locked out of special summoning for the extra deck for the rest of the turn, except once more time. And then you get two more copies and then you take damage. Interesting. Why? What's the end goal of this? (laughs) No, really. What is this card's end goal? What are you trying to exceed summon? This is obviously for exceed summoning. There's no other way that you could properly utilize this. Well, I guess you could technically do it for a Link Summon. What good Link 3 is there for you to be locked out of special summoning from the extra deck for the rest of the turn? You can only special
0: summon from the extra deck.
1: Yeah. Once. Yeah. You can only special summon the extra deck once for the rest of this turn after this card
0: resolves.
1: (laughs) So, you can conduct using those three monsters conduct. well I mean technically I guess you could like put more monsters on field and then also use the monsters that were on field but like if just using this card blindly what's the end goal I assume it's for a rank 7 play
0: yeah you can do like a Diablosis, the mind hacker or Ugh. but like is it worth just ending your turn
1: no this card infuriates and confuses me
0: Understandable. Ugh. Next we have Sky Striker Ace Azalea. This is the next V Jump promo card.
1: I say this with all due respect to Sky Striker players, because I'm really good friends with someone who really likes the archetype.
0: Ugh. Honestly, dude. Alright, so okay, I gotta turn this off. I can't I can't do it. Alright. We tried. okay now that we're back because we yeah had, we had to like reconfigure things because <clears throat> oh my goodness that just was not working yeah in the slightest holy guacamole okay so now that we're back let's talk about skystriker ace azalea yes so Striker ace azalea is a link to dark machine link effect monster with 1500 attack link arrows are the top left and bottom right materials is two light and or dark monsters uh, uh, okay wherever will we find those must be link summoned you can only special summon sky striker ace azalea once per turn one if this card is special summoned you can target one card on the field destroy it then if you have three or less spells in your graveyard send this card to the graveyard two once per turn at at the start of the damage step if this card battles an opponent's monster you can banish one spell from your graveyard destroy that opponent's monster oh it
1: self limits itself why it's only
0: fifteen is it, in It's
1: only fifteen hundred attack. It's gonna die. If it attacks anything, it's gonna die. Um Do Sky Strikers have a way to buff their attack or like make themselves immune to being destroyed by battle? If not, this thing's not ever gonna get that secondary effect off. Well Listen, I
0: mean at the start of the damage step, if it battles an opponent's monster, you banish this buff from your graveyard oh, and destroy fair. it. Don't banish it. Hey, yeah, banish a spell from your graveyard, destroy that opponent's monster.
1: Okay, okay, it's so at the start of the damage step. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the start of the damage okay, step.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. I see my mistake. Okay. Um it's alright, I guess. I mean it does require you to have monsters in your uh main monster zone, which I don't think Sky Striker likes having.
0: Well, I think that it's it's less a matter of I think that if your opponent like Hmm i think that there's like ways in which maybe you steal an opponent's monster
1: and then yeah a light or dark and then use that as the, the extra mat- with uh widow anchor and then using that as a material to make this this interesting yeah 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 and then swing into their monster banish spell get rid of it
0: so my question is that all of the other sky striker mon- like ace monsters are like different parts of a mech suit so, my question is, what part of the mech suit is this? Is this the sword?
1: Uh, it might not be might, it might not be part of the mech.
0: I'm really wondering how this, like, fits into the lore. Because, like, now we have, like, yeah. a lot of Sky Striker lore and a lot yeah. of Sky Striker...
1: I mean, we also have a lot of cards that are Sky Striker cards, but aren't Sky Striker cards. Does that makes sense?
0: Yeah, but even then, most of them are always treated as a Sky Striker card.
1: Yeah, but this one is straight up Sky Striker Ace. Blah, blah,
0: blah. Right, right. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, so it's probably something to do with the Striker manga that they'll go into later right 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 right.
0: okay next we have ba-da-da-da. a new
1: odd eyes monster
0: yep i'll S- get this <clears throat> are you sure yes
1: okay you, you got the last high nirvana high paladin i got this one okay okay here we go we got supreme king black dragon odd eyes rebellion exige dragon the TCG more proper translation would be Odd Eye's Rebellion Exceeds Dragon. Rank 7 Dark Dragon Exceeds Pendulum Effect Monster. Ooh, that's a mouthful. 3000 Attack, 2500 Defense, Pendulum Scale of 4. Pendulum Effect, you can only use the Pendulum Effect of this card's name will once per turn. 1. During your main phase, you can special summon this card, then you can attach a Dark Monster from your graveyard to this card as material. Huh, it just revives itself. Monster effects. Materials, 2 level 7 Pendulum Monsters. If you can Pendulum Summon level 7 Monsters, you can Pendulum Summon this face-up card in your extra deck. It cannot be used in material for an Xe Summon. The turn is XYZ Summoned. But not Pendulum Summoned! That's important! You can use the first effect of this card's name only once per turn. 1. You can attach 1 material from this card. Target 2 up to 2 monsters. Your opponent controls 3,000 or less attack. Destroy them. 2. If this card in your monster zone destroyed, you can place it into your pendulum zone, and then you can just special summon out your pendulum zone and attach a dark monster to it as material, and then detach one, pop two with three thousand or less. Mm. Hmm,
0: pretty solid, actually. Yeah, I mean, not terrible. I I, don't, I have such like I, I have such a a weird disassociation when it comes to trying to figure out whether or not pendulum cards are actually good or not, because it feels like every pendulum <laughs> card does everything. And then but at the same time, you're like nothing. Yeah. yeah. And, and you'll hear like a pendulum player be like, Oh, this card's garbage. This card's trash. And I'm like, but it, it like sets scales it, from the deck. And, and, it and it, rec- it, this one literally recycles
1: itself to just continuously pop two over and over and over again yeah and it, it feels is... like
0: every pendulum card should be insane but they're just not it's weird yeah it's like it's like pendulum players will play like the same like, like 40 card pen list until the end of time yeah it's like these cards are already great why do I need new ones it's like okay this is
1: and like it's generic but like it requires level 7 pendulum monsters I don't know how viable that is like level 7 not... pendulum monsters specifically Super.
0: you know what I mean yeah so mm, let's go ahead and move on what do you say oh yeah so and now that we're done with new cards let's talk about something that's been kind of a little bit of a hot button topic in the community lately so there was a certain amount of discourse on twitter as there is and there was some discussion to be had about the Whether or not casual Yu-Gi-Oh! is like even a thing. Yeah, yeah. So it all kind of started with like a Yu-Gi-Oh Anon post, which had the it was it was basically a criticism of the Ludwig tournament. So I I don't know, you probably don't even know who Ludwig is, yeah. Yeah, I know who Ludwig is. Okay, so for those that don't know, Ludwig is one of the largest streamers in the streaming space. He he averages 20k plus a stream. And he organizes like huge, large scale events, massive Super Smash Brothers tournaments, which is yeah, cool it's, dude. It's own can of worms right now. Um, he or but he organizes all kinds of events. He in fact he just started his own company called uh, D Brand or something like that.
1: Well, no, the Smash Bros uh, tournament shenanigans. What happened with Panda? And Smash World Tour, yeah. Yeah, not
0: with... Yeah, it it didn't happen with his uh, company. But I'm saying he just founded his own company that is centered around making these large-scale events happen that, like, when a streamer wants to run a big event, like, XQC is running Juiced. Well, uh, it's this whole game show-type event is being run by Ludwig's company. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So... Gotcha, gotcha. He handles all like the background, the setup, the logistics, the securing advertisers, things like that. So recently, he does, he has a series on his YouTube channel called Bro vs. Bro, where essentially he takes somebody that is considered a quote unquote gamer and he like proves his skills also as a quote unquote gamer. And they play like seven to 11 games head to head against each other. Oh, cool. So there's like, five neutral games and then they'll each pick like four games of their own yeah that they're like really good at right so usually the neutral games are like battleship oh whatever you know something silly that
1: neither to where the odds of checkers rock paper scissors yeah like something that the odds of either one of them just kind of specializing out of the game are like slum to none
0: Right, exactly. A game that you can't like truly have a competitive advantage by the sheer nature <laughs> of the way the game is built, right? Yeah. <coughs> or just you playing the game 24-7. Right. <laughs> and then he'll usually pick things like Type Racer, where oh you try to type fast. Or he'll pick Chess, because he's really good at Chess. But Oh, I'm awful at Chess. Dude, I love Chess. I'm, so I, do I. I. I love it. I'm awful. I'm really not that bad at it. But he recently played against another streamer called Fusely and one of her games that she picked was Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel. And she wiped it. So it made him really want to play more Yu-Gi-Oh. He's about our age. He's like 27, 28, whatever. And so he hosted a creator Yu-Gi-Oh tournament on his YouTube channel. It wasn't like a big bracket or a crazy tournament or anything. It was just like a, a small Master Duel. Tournament with like eight, ten people, whatever.
1: That sounds like that sounds like it'd be kind of fun.
0: But as it turns out, none of them knew how modern Yu Gi Oh! worked. Oh, so it was a lot of fun to watch. The only person there that had any semblance of an understanding of modern Yu Gi Oh! was Charlie or Voice Critical.
1: Yeah, 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 no, because yeah, no, I remember him mentioning that the only reason why he doesn't play Yu Gi Oh! at all is entirely due, due to the fact that he just doesn't have time.
0: Right. Right. So the crazy thing is Charlie really likes Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. And so he was I don't think he won. Somebody else kind of got lucky and won. It happens. But just it was so funny because I I remember I like <coughs> right before the tournament started Ludwig is sitting there on stream and he somebody he was like guys guys send send me a deck list and somebody sent him a really bad version of zodiac tri-brigade seeing him try to figure out link summoning and tri-brigade combos going from essentially starter deck yugi to tri-brigade full constructed tri-brigade in like a day
1: oh what a transition
0: so he somehow figured out how to before the tournament started download edo pro build the deck in edo pro and play test hands on edo pro and he got he was like he was getting wrecked by like seven colored fish turbo like seven colored fish turbo yeah he was so like (laughs) he was so not proficient with the deck now here's the thing he doesn't really play Yu-Gi-Oh that often. Fair. And by that, not that often, I mean he hasn't played since he was a literal child.
1: Listen, listen, seven color fish turbo though.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's playing against people that are playing like, like, L O B kind of decks, right? So just the idea of him. And it's funny because a lot of the streamers in that tournament now are doing like head to head master duel stuff with their friends because they're probably because they're like, this is real. This was really fun. Yeah. And and the games, the graphics and the animations are great for live streaming. They really are. Yeah, they really are. (laughs) So seeing him play it it was a great experience. And then he got on Twitter and like there was this like I said, there was this Hugo Anon post, which is now deleted. Oh, man. But they were like, man. I hate people like Ludwig coming into Yu-Gi-Oh and just not knowing what's going on and not mm. being able to play the game. And it's like, do you? I don't think people realize how difficult Yu-Gi-Oh is. And then, oh no,
1: it's. I mean, it's not like as complicated as full-on Magic, given its entire card pool. Strong disagree. The only reason why is because you can create a with Magic the Gathering cards, a Magic Gathering deck. You sure. can create a Turing machine. Uh, okay. Have you not seen that video?
0: I haven't. And I i see what you're saying.
1: <laughs> Try making a Turing machine in Yu-Gi-Oh! It's not gonna work. Maybe just nobody has tried. That's fair. But um my, yeah.
0: my point though is what I I think for okay, first of all, I think Yu Gi Oh is infinitely more complex on the surface level than magic. Oh, hundred percent. But I think that there's this big issue with people, like,
1: gatekeeping the game. A little bit, yeah. Because then you, you create a situation to where even people just coming to Locals to learn how to play get, you know, curb stomped by Dino or something like that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. And then get told, this deck isn't even good.
0: Right, yeah. I, I remember when... <laughs> I remember when... I remember when I lost... Anyway... I remember when I first got back into the game and I was playing against a couple of friends and that was the deck that I built the dino deck I I just bought like three structures at Walmart and I just threw together the dino deck
1: hey wait that's kind of funny that's how I got back in the game but it was with the shit showdown structure deck (laughs) yeah exactly
0: and they were playing decks from like 2014 and I was just destroying it's crazy and I was like yeah this deck's amazing and then i played like a real tournament i was like wow this deck sucks yeah that's crazy oh yeah no, it's
1: it, it almost feels like that first time we went from and that ki- was with misket three yeah now that uh, it's a it's that feeling that we had if you remember of when we went from kitchen table straight into a regional
0: yes
1: don't do that that's a mistake don't do it
0: or do it that's fine you'll learn it's it's okay just go, but just it's a hard. Make har- sure you come out with a positive attitude.
1: But it's a hard lesson you're going to learn the hard way. You learn a lot of hard oh. lessons.
0: Yeah. In the middle of full
1: power Blackwing. Yeah, it was rough. I did get one win. Because I dropped a ninety-something uh, montage dragon.
0: And I want to say I remember you like doing like a future fusion and then they popped it and then you did like a dragon's mirror into a blue eyes ultimate or something
1: like that yeah yeah that's you yeah, know uh, my one my one win that entire day i actually won a round a whole round was game one i future fusioned do do um and then they popped it and i just went cool dragon mirror into blue eyes ultimate and which is ultimate beat down yeah because they couldn't keep a monster on board and they finally made um armor master and then during main phase two and passed. Yeah. And I went, cool, lightning vortex, swing for game. Jeez. Game two. I just lucked out. Game two, um, I just dropped this big this big ninety six no. Yeah, nine thousand attack point montage, I think. I tr- I used three blue eyes in my hand to drop the montage. So it was gigantic.
0: That's insane.
1: Yeah. Um, because I just happened to open all through my blue eyes because i bad at shuffling anyway. My opponent didn't cut well. Um, and then it was just montage beat. And he did eventually out it. But then I just went, Dragon's mirror blaz Ultimate again, swing for gate. <laughs> it's the only reason why I won. I lucked out and he bricked.
0: Yeah, I just... So, this whole thing about gatekeeping Yu-Gi-Oh! it kind of spawned this greater conversation of, well there's not really a good place in Yu-Gi-Oh for, for people yeah. to enjoy casually for a good example is like in magic the gathering they have commander format which mm-hmm. commander has its own set of issues right the balance between trying to win and trying to have fun and yeah. things of that sort but but like even if you're
1: going into commander and you're trying to keep everything balanced and you say hey we're only using level five decks sure there's still disagreements on whether or not a particular deck is level 5 or not.
0: I don't know what level 5 is. I don't know what the levels are.
1: So, basically, all Commander Bet decks can can be rated on... can be rated, rated from a grade of 1 to 7. The higher the grade, the more powerful it is. The 7 is like the highest one I've I've heard of from sure. uh, uh, TCC, uh, Tulare Community College. Great, sure. you, great YouTube channel. Go watch it. um, And... And they joke all the time of like somebody playing a card, and I was like, I thought we were playing at level seven. That's a nine minimum, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, and like
0: so even then, it's it's unclear, right? So it, it essentially came down to this thread of a competitive versus casual. How do we work on changing that mindset <laughs> in Yu-Gi-Oh? And there's this, there's this House of Champs thread. I just caught up in the conversation about there being almost no way to casually enjoy Yu-Gi-Oh! As a former competitive elitist, it it was the birth of our streaming community that taught me to embrace casual Yu-Gi-Oh! But our community really is the most unwelcoming to quote-unquote fun games. Jesse Cotton replies, I love playing casual Yu-Gi-Oh! Often means not in advanced formats, but uh, I think there are plenty of ways to do it. And it's a big reason that Yu-Gi-Oh! has continued to be a huge part of my life. To which House of Champs replied, playing casual Yu-Gi-Oh and being able to enjoy it with others and spectators, with the mutual understanding of <coughs> this is just for fun; it's not serious. Is something our community really isn't good with that most other TCGs are, and its current state could use a bit more understanding. On, I replied to House of Champs. I think a ton of it has to do with there not really being a good alternative for for fun or an alternative for fun format. Magic has Commander, for example while yes we have those the closest thing that is quote-unquote supported is time wizard which is still competitive um, to a point
1: also technically the rivalry of warlords
0: yeah tournaments sure. that's fair. but even
1: though th- those are just here's your deck so and there's really still,
0: but they're still so competitive right because it's like a, yeah they're still a uber com- format, yeah yeah it's format. still
1: super competitive yeah like the only thing like okay so i had a so i've already had a couple of thoughts uh sure one of the from just reading off those two things one, one of my thoughts was maybe possibly doing a never uh never the bride always a bridesmaid kind of tournament
0: The issue is because then
1: it's still a tournament
0: it's still a tournament yeah yeah it's a really <clears throat> weird and fine line between casual and competitive so yeah i'm just gonna finish out the thread we have yeah, two, yeah. two from skyhawk and two from jesse Cott again um, this one I think would be tricky. This from Skyhawk. This one I think would be tricky. We had Heart of the Underdog, but there were, are very few locals embracing that, and Konami isn't really supporting it. The big problem is that a lot of players make fun formats competitive, so there needs to be an, a mindset shift. Maybe having community events where prizing is already even, and you go to have fun instead of having the incentive to win more packs. No easy answers. And then Jesse Cotton replies, but why does it have to be supported? Casual Yu-Gi-Oh! is at its most laid back, not in tournament settings. Maybe what Konami could do in a perfect world is give suggestions on fun ways to play, but anything requiring a lot of work may not be financially rewarding for them. (laughs) There's nothing supporting Cube from Konami's end, but I don't think there needs to be either. The beauty of physical cards versus a video game is we can bend the rules and make stuff up that's not in the rulebook or on a card. And that's how we can end up with the most fun games.
1: Yeah, basically a uh, kitchen table as opposed to right a more in ter- ter- uh, goal oriented setting.
0: Yeah, and the thread kind of evolves from there and moves on. and You can check out our Twitter if you want to see yeah. it. But I think that it's so important to understand that Yu-Gi-Oh! is what you make it. Mm -hmm. You know, playing Yu-Gi-Oh! has a different meaning to every person that you ask. Playing Yu-Gi-Oh! to me means going to a tournament, Mm -hmm. bringing a deck that I both enjoy and think is a good choice, and playing to the best of my ability. You know, playing Yu-Gi-Oh to Caleb might be a completely different thing. To Caleb, it might just be us sitting on the floor of our studio and just pl- jamming a couple of Edison games. You know? Oh yeah, just a- slapping then-
1: some cards on cardboard boxes.
0: Yeah, we literally have been playing Edison games like using bulk boxes. Yeah, as, as a table platform. Yeah. But I think that at the end of the day, you have to kind of make it what you want, and. I don't know that that's necessarily something that can't be supported by Konami and them still have financial incentive and something to gain. I think the best example of this is the battle packs.
1: Oh, yeah, the battle pack. Those battle packs were a whole lot
0: of fun uh, with draft formats. Right. So what I'm trying to convey and what I'm trying to say here is konami please give us battle packs again i want a draft format so badly you don't have to call it a battle pack just give it a different name if that's the problem sure i just dude i loved battle packs so much battle pack one we had so so much fun with that draft format and, and, and i really think that it was a legitimately fun and compelling format
1: I, I remember i bought a booster box and we sat down and just like
0: jam games
1: yeah just dance yeah like i bought it uh, and you know we just separated the box built a deck and went we didn't do the actual battle pack um we didn't do we didn't do
0: a draft we just yeah. split the packs in half and built
1: yeah did more of a uh joey versus duke devlin during dungeon dice at the very start before the actual dungeon dice duel got where it's right. just yeah i don't have a deck so here's a box full of packs just open and build your deck out of those i'm gonna do the same Yeah, pretty much.
0: And I think that one of the interesting things is that this format, like the battle pack was something that was kind of enjoyed by the player base. The player base reacted well to battle pack. I think
1: I I will say that was one of the most fun, one of the more fun fun
0: tournaments I've ever been in was that one battle pack tournament I was in. So I've never seen a complete battle pack tournament, but I know that for battle pack two and three, which was, I know three was War of the Giants. Uh, no, Battle Pack two was War of the Giants. So two was War of the Giants, and three was Monster League. Yeah. So for Battle Packs two and three, there was actually something crazy that you, again, Caleb, you might not have heard of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it
1: was in Battle Pack three where they did this. Where uh, if I assume if you're talking about, I I know
0: what. I think we're talking about different things. Okay. Yeah. Where like all all monsters were all types. So yeah, that was something that they did for Battle Pack Three. Yeah, specifically. And I, I've heard that it makes things way more enjoyable.
1: Well, yeah, because uh, wait, well, yeah, because all of a sudden um, these Not really thing, but, you know. yeah, like these really cool equip spells that are like locked into a specific type, right, can now be used if you sure. pull. Yeah, it also let them use other cards you normally couldn't use because you know what's 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 so great about oh cool I can search a reptile.
0: Yeah, and there's so few supremely powerful bigger monsters. In fact, I think there's only one tribute summon in the entirety of Battle Pack 3 or something like that. Yeah. So, I, I think that the format is built so differently. But here's something you might not know. hmm During either Battle Pack 2 or 3 timeframe, there was a change at YCSs. Mm-hmm. The entirety of day 2 was played out with a drafted deck. Oh my god. It happened for like I think either I it's either 1 or 3 YCSs. It, it, I don't think it was 2. I think it was either 1 it, or it was 3.
1: It had to have happened it had to have happened after Battle Pack uh, 2 because the one Battle Pack tournament I went to was a Battle Pack 2 tournament.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so they were playing out the last two rounds of Swiss and all of top cut with a drafted deck, which led some players to decide I can play a deck that's way more high-rolly. That way you play the high roll version of the deck, and you only need seven rounds of consistency instead of maybe 13. 13, right. So you get seven rounds of a higher ceiling deck. That way you place well and make it to day two. And then you get to day two and you spent all of your time training rather than playing the modern format. You spent yeah. all of your time doing draft packs and doing drafts and practicing your draft game. That way you end up with a huge competitive advantage over players that didn't prioritize drafting.
1: Yeah. Well, like another, <clears throat> another issue with that, though, is that in order to properly practice drafts, you have to buy lots of
0: product. Which is not easy to do unless you're sponsored by somebody to open all that product.
1: Exactly. So that way you can uh, memorize basically what's in the set so you know. Uh, you're going to know in
0: advance what cards you want, what cards you want to see, things yeah, like
1: yeah, that. Yeah, 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 exactly. But then you also have to consider the luck of the draw and what you're actually able to draft. Yeah. So then you have to, you know, it's so like then let's say you, you, you come across two cards, you, you can only get one or the other. You then have to know which card is the better pick, which you can only do by drafting over and over and over and over. Right. And it just, and then it then becomes whoever has more money basically, or has better access to the product is who gets more draft
0: practice. Yeah, you could, you could play like that. But at the end of the day, I I love battle pack. I think it's Mm -hmm. super cool. And the best way to play casual Yu-Gi-Oh! And I would love to see it come back. So
1: I just came up with a pre- pretty cool idea for a casual, fun night out with friends playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Sure. Both of you pick an archetype. You're only allowed to use cards from that archetype.
0: So that is a thing that I've seen somebody else doing, and every time I see it, I can't help but chuckle to myself. Because like, it's so funny.
1: Yeah, because 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 yeah, because then you're going to see people using some hilarious stuff. That people wouldn't normally utilize. Right. But then you're also not, you know, forced into playing, well, since I'm playing this, this archetype, I also have to play these other cards. And at that point, I might as well just, it, it just becomes this weird cyclical thing where, and it just, it just removes the fun. So then it's like, okay, cool. I could build to have this pre-built.
0: Yeah. Pre-built, quote unquote. <clears throat> okay so we got a couple more mailbag questions after <clears throat> we recorded the last episode which was like the big mailbag episode yeah so we want to go ahead and handle a few more of these mailbag questions heck yeah so first you get to bring one modern main deck card to one at in edison format to break the format what do you bring hmm modern main deck card to one in edison hmm that's a tough one actually I think that it's maybe something to do with warriors like isold. Probably isold is A oh, main deck card. No, yeah, no, no. If it's a main deck it card, specifies main deck card. Wow. That is a <laughs> tough one. Um, yeah. Hmm. I've never really thought about it. That's why I
1: love these questions cuz you get so weird off the wall questions like this make you really think. Right. I'd probably
0: bring lightning storm. Ooh, Lightning Storm is a really, really good pick there.
1: My first thought was Triple Attack, but then I remembered, how often is your opponent activating monster effects during your turn? Yeah,
0: yeah, Triple Attack is a terrible, yeah. terrible pick.
1: But no, Lightning Storm so. is solid.
0: Yeah, Lightning Storm is a crazy card, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So, let's see. <clears throat> what are your thoughts on Proxy Cards?
1: uh i'm fine with them in practice uh particularly if you're even just particularly if you're like i don't want to spend the money to buy the cards yet but i want to practice with them to see if they even like hey you see if they even like the deck me and the deck even mesh well and uh two whether or not i even like the numbers because then once i got the numbers then i can order the cards so that's when i'm fine with proxies yeah i'm also fine in a tournament play where all players agree that it is okay and then make a list of cards like maybe agree on you're allowed to proxy this but you're not allowed to proxy something like this
0: <clears throat>
1: then that the, yeah then, i then at that point that's more of a kitchen table tournament
0: <clears throat> yeah i'm i'm cool i'm very cool with proxies in pre- play testing and practicing and things like that i i don't think i could ever be okay with a proxy in an actual tournament for real prizing though
1: yeah yeah again a kitchen table tournament where the our first prize is uh, you don't have to pay for pizza. Right. Everyone exactly. else order orders pizza for everyone. Yeah.
0: And next we have: What can OTS stores, players, and Konami do to make getting into the game easier? Repent state cheap stables. Infinitely. I'm just gonna say this. I think that if Master Duel <coughs> had a full-on, completely ready-to-use. Sp- uh starting simulator like a tutorial on the game
1: master rule does have a
0: tutorial yeah but i don't i really don't feel like it's really as in-depth as it needs to be it, i, I want to cover the damage <coughs> step and things like that that's not something that's should be f- covered to be
1: fair it, it does cover damage step but on the very bare bones of um attacking directly attacking defense position monster and attacking an attack position monster and okay but it doesn't go over stuff like honest it doesn't go over stuff like it doesn't go over battle tricks very right it it, it like doesn't touch on them uh, from what i remember
0: okay can you post your senior photos from high school on a video on youtube to give your subscribers something to look for on that platform listen i gotta find them i happen to have my class yearbook right there, I don't have to dig through
1: all kinds of stuff at my mother's. Yeah, so I don't think that's going to be a possibility for me. You know what? I might
0: be able to do though. I might be able to go on my Facebook and find a picture from when I was in like the ninth grade. Oh yeah, well, because hmm. that would be your senior year of high school. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: You might have a picture of me. I, I don't. Maybe. Back then, I well to this day i don't like getting my picture taken yeah so i was yeah so i was in very few we'll see we'll
0: see we might do something maybe i'm gonna say this though i'm going to say this caleb looks pretty much exactly the same from freshman year of high school to now um full beard included hold on seventh grade yeah to now like Caleb was in like like early years of high school, and he legitimately looked like a dwarf. He's like five five at this point, five four maybe even, with a full beard in like mm-hmm. his freshman year of high school. It was mm-hmm. insane. Yep, my nickname in high school was Beard Kid. I mean, it was it was extremely fitting. And Jesus. Yeah, So Caleb looks exactly the same. And for me, it's it, it's definitely a story of the glow up. I that being said, I wonder if I can get surely I can
1: get my mother to send me a picture of when I, when I was like seven.
0: Potentially. that mm-hmm. would that would be the first time I ever saw you without any facial hair or beard at all, unless you had just shaved.
1: So listen, according to other people who have seen me, have seen pictures of me when I was a little kid, when I was like five or five to seven. Look at me and always say this and always ask me the same question. Sure. What happened?
0: <laughs> and my response is: Life. True. Alright, well, that's gonna wrap it up for today's episode of the podcast. <laughs> Again, thank you so much to all of our wonderful sponsors, such as Millennium Threads. Again, we're out here repping the shirts. If you're on the YouTube channel, you can see the wonderful gear, the merch. Oh! Oh, oh okay, okay, hold on, wait. I wanted to tell the story of Caleb's what Caleb's green hoodie. Woo. So, we are we we opened these we opened this wonderful gift from Millennium Threads that they mm-hmm. sent us. We opened it last night and immediately we both fell in love with that green hoodie because it doesn't quite come up right on camera, but it's this beautiful like pastel green. Yep. It's just a good-looking hoodie.
1: And this is the very first hoodie I've ever
0: worn that fit right right and, and the hoodie is extremely comfortable mm-hmm. and we both loved it mm-hmm. not that we didn't like this shirt it's no, a no. nice shirt
1: listen no no listen 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 if this hoodie was like a different color there well there's a couple of colors i still would have picked the hoodie but like if it was in like
0: not a pastel color i'd be like i'll take the shirt right but here's the thing it is in a pastel color and and i liked it a lot more than i thought i was going to and me and Caleb wear the same size shirt, even though I'm six inches taller than him. It just worked out. I like my shirts a little big. Yeah. So, I <laughs> I wanted the shirt. Caleb wanted the shirt. There's only one way to settle that. So we duelled. Yep. And we went Edison format. Yep. And I played Black Wings. I played Zombies. We did, we did a, we did, we we did not have a lot of time. We did one game. So, we start the game. I draw my opening hand. My opening hand is, I kid you not, Sirocco, Sirocco, Kallute, Icarus, Icarus. And here I am looking at my hand of,
1: uh, let's see, Book of Life, uh, Caius, uh, Evil Hero, Infernal Prodigy, Solemn Judgment, return from a different dimension and return from a different dimension
0: i just look and ahead. then you proceeded to over the next several turns draw into every broken card in your deck goblin zombie heavy storm it was insane
1: i drew into a uh i drew into a uh what was that other trap? Brain uh,
0: control and you had creature swap No, hold
1: on what was it the, the, the trap um trap does shoot I even drew him to trap dust shoot, and he had one card in hand for me beating you in the face. Oh, oh, with- oh,
0: oh, oh! I trap dust shooted Caleb. <laughs> oh no, no, no monsters! No in monsters! Hand. <laughs> At that point, he literally had creature swap. He had Tom Judgment in hand still. Okay, I, I know for a fact it was creature swap, brain control, book of life. Return from a Different Dimension, Solemn Judgment. He was like, yeah, this hand sucks. I was like, you're insane! No, 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 no,
1: I didn't say that. I said, and I quote, man, this hand's rough for me to play play right now because it requires you to be doing things.
0: Pass. I So anyway, <coughs> yeah. I did not draw another good card until I drew an Armageddon Knight, which I normal summoned, for Caleb to book of life my Vayu away. So, you know... The, the it didn't go well, well. No
1: no what it is, I normal in a goblin zombie,
0: and then I uh creature swapped. Sure.
1: And then ran over my own goblin zombie. Yeah. Search Book Alive Banished Value and then brought back my goblin zombie. And I searched um Spirit
0: Reaper. Next turn normal summon spirit reaper, beat, beat, beat. Cause fate hates me and I can't even get the cool green hoodie so anyway, caleb has that cool green hoodie now for millennium threads if you're interested be sure to check it out and stay tuned there's a pretty really really pretty crazy giveaway that we're doing soon coming up so and be uh, sure to check that out
1: and i know i will be buying more from them in the future
0: yes for sure so uh thank you again to all of our wonderful sponsors millennium threads and gem accessories there are links with discount codes down below and also be sure to check out ecb games as well as our tcg player and dragon shield affiliate links and again check out our patreon if you want the extra episode every week or if you want the stuff the the different color in the discord server yeah. and stuff like that and you are found the discord server get in there yeah there's one other thing that i want to say oh yeah subscribe to our youtube channel because we really would love that and thank you so much for getting this far in the video so thank you all so much and have a good weekend take care everybody